It was okay. So what? We watch anime. So what? We play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Reet Entertainment Podcast, episode 328. For December 12th, 2021. My name is Nathan Reed and Spruth, and uh, we're keeping that in, Connor. Uh, yeah, what, are, are you sure you don't want to like check the mics? or uh, We're just doing this, huh? fine. I checked yeah, him. Fine. I checked him already. Yep. Uh, I'll take your word for it. Yep, we, we got Connor here. We got Aroa here. Where can we find you guys? Uh, you can find us at Aroa.website whenever you're ready. You know, don't just rush into it, you know, willy-nilly. You might... <laughs> You might not be ready for it, but at, at your own leisure, <laughs> you can go to aroa.website where you can find all of our social media links and uh, is Twitch social media. You know, you can find people's Twitches. Uh, yeah, you can find people twitching. You, one, of the, one of the ones I want to bring your attention to is Clinton's Core Classic. Live week is shut down, man. Yep. Uh-huh. Okay, so Clinton's Core Classics. Yeah. <laughs> you, you want to tell them about it? Yeah, Clint Score Classics are, is our actual play podcast that we do. We're playing through Pathfinder Rise of the Rune Lords. Uh, I believe that we are. Are we still in the uh, Hall of Sin or are we somewhere else right now? Uh, I, think that you were talk- I think you're talking about the Iron Cages of Lust. The whole place is like a Hall of Sin. Each well, that's is a little different, though. That's what I. That's what I meant. We're still in that area with all the sins, uh, the yeah. Hall of Lust, and the 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 sloth area and the wrath i like that one i, I could tell you there. haven't been listening uh but, but yeah we're we're finishing up one of the wings you know the one that we're in the middle of yeah i i the west one the i think it is the west one isn't it where the iron cages of lust is at i think it's uh north northwest or something there, there's seven partition so maybe it's not appropriate to call them wings it's an interdimensional space so it could be whatever the hell you want it to be yeah. you're thinking about it too much don't think about it that much which yeah. next ramus boss are you on so anyway uh, uh what what games oh you can find me nathan reen i'm everywhere at reeton reeton on uh youtube reeton on twitter uh the reeton podcast is it's where you're listening to us but you can find us on spotify stitcher itunes google uh amazon all of those places and uh, you can find me twitching on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Reeton. Okay, so what games have you played to Aroa this week? Uh, so I've recently got back into Risk of Rain 2, um, and I'm still somehow discovering new things in that game, even though it came out like, I don't know, everything that's over two years old just feels like it came out ten years ago to me. Um yeah, these last yeah, two so... years have felt like ten years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, God, I didn't even think about that. Like it, ah, uh, two years ago was the beginning of the pandemic, uh-huh. and I, it's like, ah, uh, okay, wow, it's... my sense of time is even more fucked up than I thought it was. Uh, no, it, yeah, no, it is fucked up. It's weird that we call it COVID nineteen, and it's almost twenty twenty two. Yeah, well, and and here's the <laughs> thing. Here's the thing. I remember when the when the pandemic started it was like march of last year of 2020 and i was like i had a trip planned in november to go to japan and in my brain i was like that's like 
seven months away. Like, that's that's going to be fine. That's seven months away. And now I'm like, it's never opening. Nothing is ever opening again. I'm never leaving my house. No, especially not with, with Omicron. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, uh, really fucking with me. But hey, uh, Risk of Rain 2 is still a fantastic game. Uh, I did play it on Switch. Uh, I, I don't remember if I talked about it last week that I played it on Switch, but um, my first impressions were, wow, this game's really hard to play with a controller. I maintain that. Uh, having just unlocked a character that uh, is highly focused on essentially being Genji from Overwatch, um, I have no idea how you play that character with a controller. It seems impossible. Like one of one of his main attacks is go really fast through a bunch of enemies, and then the idea is that you then turn around 180 degrees and go through them again, and then you turn around and go through them again. And like unless you're you're playing on maximum sensitivity, or you fling your body around using gyro aiming, I don't know how that character is possible to play with the controller. That's uh, what so I, was... I would. That's what I was thinking was uh, keep your, uh, I would keep my sensitivity super high. Um, I don't like gyro aiming like at all. Uh, so I think, I think keeping the sensitivity super high would be nice. I would be nice if the switch allowed you to use a, a mouse and keyboard like, uh, <laughs> like the Xbox does now. Yeah. Just get like a, like a 10 foot long USB cable and run it to your dock so you can play with mouse and keyboard. Uh, I mean, you do know they make wireless mice and keyboard, right? Uh, I try to not think about that because wireless mouse and keyboard is something you use in like an office setting and adds way too much input latency. You're playing, but which one's worse? Playing with a, a little bit of input latency or, or using a controller? Uh, just play on PC, then you don't have to worry about it. That's true. That's that. that uh, is true. Anyway, <laughs> the other the other thing, um, relevant at the moment is uh, Crab Game. Uh, Crab Game had an update. Uh, in case you're not aware, Crab Game is, uh, as it the name implies, a uh, parody of Squid Game. Uh, you can play it with up to like thirty people or something like that. And you can host your own server. It's uh, it's a pretty fun little time. I do wish they had a quick restart option because as of right now, you have to go back to the lobby and everyone has to hit ready after every single match. And particularly whenever you're only playing with five people, that gets old really quick. Um, yeah. But otherwise, game the game is really fun. It has uh, cosmetics that you can buy and sell on the scene marketplace, which... I mean, hey, we haven't had uh, we haven't had hat bidding wars since uh, TF2 was popular, so that's pretty fun. Do people um, still play TF2? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a free I'm to sure play. So I'm sure they do. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. a free to play game, and also like it's. I feel like it's one of those games that's like Counter Strike Source, where like even though there are other games that are alternatives to it that are a lot more prominent and arguably better arguably worse uh no there there will always be a player base sitting out there playing that uh yeah that makes sense yeah uh did you play anything else um 
No, I think did, that's that's did, all did I got for get, right now. Did you get your PS2 working? Did you find your fat PS2? Uh, no, I I've I've shelved that for now, uh, just because now I'm trying to get my uh, family to play Gary's Mod uh, because they showed interest in the new Prop Hunt game, uh, Prop Night. Uh, but it's $20, and that's stupid to pay $20 for Prop Hunt when you can play it for free in Gary's Mod, along with like a billion other really cool mods. So um, I'm I'm trying to get that working the way that I want it to. I've I've already written a PowerShell script that takes care of all of the setup stuff, because it used to be you'd have to buy Gary's Mod, and you'd have to buy Counter-Strike, and you'd have to download TF2, and uh half-life to episode one and two and it was a big pain um you can actually just download all of the dedicated server software for most of those games and get all of the assets uh and that's free so just i wrote a script that takes care of all that for them and modifies the gary's mod config file to load from those locations that, that it downloads them to. So hopefully that will get rid of all of the, the pain points and we'll be able to play Gary's Mod, which I like Gary's Mod a lot. I do like that you know your family so well that you're like, I might as well just write this script. I need to learn how to program just so that they <laughs> will play games with me. Yeah. Because I, mean, I, I explained to them, like, it's not that hard. You just got to you just got to run Steam CMD. You type in this command and immediately it was like, I don't understand. And I'm like, OK, all right, I'll just I'll do it all for you magically. I'll just and write a so bat file. I'll be done with it. <laughs> Forty five minutes. It'll be OK. Essentially. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then, Connor, we're going to move on to you. What games have you played this week? Do you, do you have a I've... Warhammer minute first off? Uh, I do, but we don't need to worry about the drop. It's a quick one. I finished off my crusade, and it was awful. I got wiped out turn one, and then I didn't really want to play anymore. And I think what's going to happen is if we do this again, I I might not actually do it if he's playing again. Because uh, some, sometimes you go into a, a friendly community thing, and you bring a tournament level uh, army or deck or whatever, and it's not fun. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like... Uh, just you're you're the new kid, and they place you up against the guy who knows everything, and you you get s- screwed over on it. That makes sense. Um, so, uh, what other congratulations video- to them? I guess I uh, I'm gonna pick up some Age of Sigmar, I think, which is the the fantasy variant of Warhammer. Ah, I got you, I got you. I think I've heard of it. Isn't it all kind of fantasy though? Like you got orcs and. Yes, uh, and they and do share a lot of the same assets. Some of them you could even like interchange the models one for one. But uh, 40k is like, I, I sort of think it is it's like the end of the human canon. And Age of Sigmar is sort of like in a fantasy realm that may or may not be connected because of how the warp works, which is like way too complex to get into for a minute skit. Yep, yep. So what? Maybe what... next time I'll talk about the warp. What other actual game? Please talk about it when we have less of a podcast to do because we have a lot. Of right. When we do. don't have a massive list. I agree. Yeah. I'm sorry. I know we have things to do. Uh, I 
haven't really gotten to play many video games because I've been editing a whole lot, but boy howdy when I do play video games. I've been playing Red Dead Redemption 2. I know I'm like five years late to the gun on this one, but it's a very good game. It's good. Like, Again, I've spoken about it. It gets really boring after a while, but that's just me. I, I kind of suck at open world games. What is your favorite thing to do in that game? Right now, I'm just trying to max out my karma. Like, I'm, I had no intention of being a goody two-shoes while playing this game, and sometime in San Denis, I met a, a monk who was like, hey, I think someone's slaving in there, and I was like, okay, well, I'm not okay with that. And they just kept on giving me opportunities to be really good, and I just keep on taking them, and it's working out pretty much, actually. Every time so, I donate money to someone, they're like, here, have this super strong tonic free of charge. Well, that's good. Well, I mean, it's not free of charge. You gave them money for it. I gave them 25 cents for something that cost six bucks. So I was like, okay, beggar, I I guess, if you insist. That makes sense. And I, I like how the game's, like, rewarding me for having high karma. I think that's what's happening anyways. Yeah, I did always like, uh, like, Knights of the Old Republic, where as you get more evil, you look more evil, which unfortunately yeah. does not translate into Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> You don't uh, get like a a scarred up face or something like that. What, what what there was another game that did that real well, Infamous or something like that. Was it John Infamous? Mar- um, Infamous probably. does change your appearance pretty substantially as you level up your your karma one way or the other. Uh, Fable Fable does that as well. Fable certainly does. I yeah. actually like when games do that quite a bit. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I I'm mean, we're gonna move on to me. We're gonna talk. Uh, I just played some Halo. Um, I guess there were some server issues this last week, but I didn't really notice them when I played. Everything was fine. I do not like, so we did a little bit of ranked on Friday. And as we got into the match, Durga's internet disconnected. So Durga's internet just went down for like a minute and a half. And when he came back, uh, we were down a person in the ranked match because he wasn't there. It was an objective match. They didn't find somebody else, and he couldn't reconnect. So we were we lost. We lost oddball on that one. Uh, it was annoying, but uh, other than that, it was you know it's it's Halo. It's fun. I think that this at least feels a lot better than the games on the Master Chief Collection, and I think that's because. It was designed with the PC in mind as well, instead of kind of being ported over to the PC. And then I played, of course, some Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous, and I'm about 50 hours in, and uh, I'm a, I'm, I, I think I'm, I'm wanting to finish the game. That's, that's usually my limit is around 30 to 50 hours, and I'm like, I want to end the game now. Uh, I think that they said it's about 100 hours so it's gonna be fun trudging on through that game but i i will complete it i do like a lot of the systems in the game i do like how much control you have over your characters and 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 the different classes that you're able to pick like uh druids i never played a druid in pathfinder when we were playing uh you know when we play uh rise of the rune lords uh, and and turning into a shambling mount is pretty awesome. Yeah, if you haven't, great. yeah. 
Um, and also wolves, you can turn into a wolf and you immediately get a trip ability. So you just hit somebody and trip them. It's great. It's awesome. Anyway, we're going to move on to some new stories because we have a lot of them. And I put them in a, in a weird order, but that's okay. Uh, the first story is it's not a huge one. Have you guys heard of Myth of Empires at all? It's so funny that you posted this because I saw it and I was like, man, I don't really like I don't know if I should post it uh, because like I don't think they're going to know what it is. But no, I, I time. yeah, I looked at it. And like all the it, reviews were like, yeah, it's a good game. It's, it's doing well. Like it's in early access, but it feels good already. And blah blah blah. You know the early access and, thing. So my but my sister in law was the one that brought it up to me, and oh. was like, this sounds pretty cool. And I was like, huh, you know it does, but it also looks and sounds like a hardcore like Chinese clone game, and I'm really mm. skeptical of it. Yeah. Uh, and then it turns out. <laughs> yeah, I was worried that I was worried that it was like, you know, it's Ark Survival Evolved and At, uh, Atlas and uh, <laughs> Rust and all of the other sur hardcore survival MMORPGs. Like they have issues and they'll start out super promising and then just screw everything up somehow. So. <laughs> I was like, I'll wait. I'll wait to see what happens in like six months or a year and see if it's still if, if it's still getting positive reviews. And then it got taken off of Steam. Uh, it says here this is from Massively OP. And by the way, Massively OP was founded after uh, Joystick uh, went away. So I believe Joystick and oh. their and their um, their MMO RPG one. Uh, they, they got taken down and merged with Engadget, and uh, the some of the people who worked at at Joystick and or whatever their other one was, their MMO website, uh, they formed massively OP after that. Anyway, yeah, I forgot Joystick existed. Yep, yep. I just remembered. Anyway, so uh, it says here shortly after the surprise takedown, developer Angela Game. That's her name, Angela Game. <laughs> Shared a post huh. outlining that Myth of Empires was delisted due to, due to allegations of copyright infringement, resulting in a DMCA removal of the game from Steam. Angela Game fully owns all rights and properties associated with Myth and Empires and will actively respond to any doubts or allegations at this are on this point. We are in active contact with Steam and doing our best to restore the game to their store. We apologize for the inconveniences as caused players. Did you read, because I just got this story from Massively. Was there a specific thing that was allegated to be copyright, or was it just... Uh, we, that's it's, that's it's, it's, a risk. Ark is fairly certain uh, that one of the employees of Angela Game used to work uh for a studio that worked with the uh the arc studio whatever the hell their name is oh, and oh. that they essentially stole their source code the company's name is angela game yeah yeah that that is a stupid name for a company 
Well, I'm I don't want to say that's a Chinese company name for you, but I mean, yeah. look at Amazon, man. They yeah. <laughs> they they they've got some strange ideas on what a company name should be. Uh but yeah, they um let's see, it was ah, Studio Wildcard is the the Arc company. Um so Myth of Empires was released in November 2021, and Studio Wildcard found hundreds of matching class, variable, and function names in a preliminary analysis, leading to a good faith belief that Myth of Empires was built by, one, stealing the Ark Survival Evolved source code, and two, using the stolen source code as the gameplay foundation for Myth of Empires. Um, so, yeah, they, uh, they seem to think that Angela game just kind of wholesale stole their game, which yeah. I, I guess it's possible. It kind of, you, you got, if you got like decompiled, uh, source code there that, uh, has a bunch of matching variable names, that's kind of hard to deny. <laughs> yeah. Steal yeah. code. I mean, come on. It's, it's not that hard to, to quickly replace a lot of that stuff not yeah. that i condone stealing code like there's a time and a place but this this is sloppy even for um yeah it, just for, for as poorly executed as it was done if you were gonna do something like this it's not that hard to cover your tracks at least a little bit fine well i mean all. what what uh was it was it last week or the week before that uh was it uh, Streamlabs? Oh yeah, Streamlabs OBS. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't even do that. They stole the name. They stole the. They took well, the source code and the name. Now, to be fair, it's open what, source. No, what was the? They, no, there was oh, that the other company, Lightstream. Where they like, yeah, okay, yeah, Lightstream. The their whole website, <laughs> like, was essentially that other website. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They even stole the reviews and changed the names yeah. on the reviews. But at least oh, they changed yeah, the names. That's what I'm saying. Is if if you want to attempt <laughs> to do this, there is a a minimum requirement of effort that I think you should put in that clearly wasn't attempted. Right. Well, I guess they thought they thought that at worst it would be like uh, with the Assassin's Creed Two versus Shadow of Mordor thing, where uh, Isn't one it just of the like artists literally the same animation. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. One one of there. the artists one of the artists who worked on Assassin's Creed Two was like, yeah, I did those running animations those are my animations <laughs> like they just put those in there wholesale uh I mean, but i don't think anything yes that's right no that that is totally <laughs> scummy and i remember discovering that and they do that like yeah. to be fair like ubisoft will reuse animations quite often uh, well that's that's, that's fine when it's their your company. own company yeah <laughs> yeah not or or even if they would have just like got an asset pack and used that, which I'm sure Age of Mythology or whatever it's called, what is it? Uh, Myth of <laughs> Myth Empires. Of empires. Uh, I'm sure that they did use, you know, store-bought assets as well. But the whole wholesale just completely copy the ARC source code is, it, is not a good thing. Not so, a good look it, and, and it's the one last thing, because I'm assuming we're done otherwise. Yeah. Uh, to to maybe maybe give them a little bit 
of uh, of uh, what is it, benefit of the doubt. Yeah, maybe uh, they weren't thinking about global copyright law because China does have like essentially no copyright law, and so maybe they were thinking, well, we'd have access to all this source code. Why don't we just use it? I mean, it's not like it's illegal. And then it turned out it was illegal. It's illegal in other parts of the world, yes. Not, in in not nearly China. every other part of the world. Just, you know, not China. Japan's kind of iffy too, but mainly China. They're just like, uh, who cares? Japan, Unless the government owns it, fuck it. Japan has some pretty strict laws on um, on, on hardware modding and really, stuff. But I'm not sure about Japan's source Japan's really weird. They are. Uh, like, they're... they're their copyright law is very difficult to enforce compared to American. Well, yeah, they they don't sue uh people as much over there anyway. Like they're not as sue happy in right in Japan as we are in the United States. To the point where uh somebody was I, I was listening to a, a guy who does professional wrestling and when he went over to Japan one of the other wrestlers, like, walking down the aisle, like, somebody reached out for him, and he just hit the guy, like, in the top of the head with something. And he's just hitting people left and right. And uh, the other wrestler who's telling the story was like, hey, man, like, you're, you're going to get sued. And he's like, ah, they don't sue you in Japan. <laughs> You'll be fine. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, we're going to move on. We're going to talk about the Game Awards. Uh <sighs> This is going to take a while. Uh, not, not really. So this, uh, this happened. We got two things to talk about. Uh, we're going to go through, and we're just going to talk about the winners of uh, the events. And I think a lot of them are really dumb. And then we're going to go to uh, talk about the trailers. But to make it short, I have said that we only are going to talk about six each one of us gets to choose two trailers that we talk about. So instead of talking about all 30 trailers, we're only going to talk about six of them. I figured that would be a lot more interesting than trying to go through all of the trailers and talk about every single one. Um, yeah, that way I don't have to go for yeah, like half an hour. Exactly. So uh, first things first, game of the year. The winner was It Takes Two. Out of the options there, I guess that's fine. Yeah, yeah, the options were Deathloop, Metroid Prime, I'm sorry, Metroid Dread, uh, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, uh, Resident Evil Village, and It Takes Two. I have yet to play It Takes Two, but uh, I, I guess, sure. Nobody wants to play that game with me, and it's like 12 hours long. So Did like I'll... nothing come out in 2021? Is that why the options are so sparse? Oh, we got we got some other stuff we got to talk about uh, for that. But yeah, like a lot of these games, I'm just like, really? This game? It's isn't here. Okay. Uh, best game direction. The winner was Death Loop. I don't know for what the some... fuck that even means, to be honest. I I don't know either. Uh, you don't like the direction that game is going? <laughs> I I guess like I... maybe it's like the the how. Like in a movie, there's a director, and I have no idea. Um, like I, the, maybe it's like character direction, yeah. Like like maybe. the actors, whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. Best mobile game. The winner was Genshin Impact, which I would say I mean, 
That's fair. <laughs> okay. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it is yeah. a mobile game. I mean, you have you have the other ones were uh, Fantasian, League of Legends, Wild Rift, which I, I apparently <laughs> there's a there's a mobile <laughs> League of Legends. Uh, yeah, Marvel, let's turn around for a minute. Marvel, Marvel, Future Revolution, and Pokemon Unite. You know, I could see Genshin Impact or Pokemon Unite winning that. Uh, not, uh, not any po- of the other Pokemon ones. Unite is like I don't know. I don't know if you've like actually seen anyone play that game, but no. it's like mm, not very mm, good. Uh, best mm. debut indie game was. One by, is it Kenna or is it Kina? I think it's Kina. Kina, like, well, I'm thinking like it's spelled like Xena, but yeah. I could I could see them saying it the other way. Uh, Bridge of Spirits, uh, Sable the art, uh, Sable. Then the next one was the Artful Escape. Then the Forgotten City and Val Valheim. Uh, yeah, I've never played Kina, but. It looked like a I forgot game. about it. The only I completely one of these forgot I've what it was. Only ever actually heard about before is Valheim, and I think that says something for indie game market right now. Yeah, Kina was very pretty. It was the one that uh like I... it it was supposed to have very good art direction and be very pretty, uh, and have a good narrative is what they were going for. I watched some gameplay of it after watching most of the game awards and i mean it does look pretty cool yeah it does it looks like um air fox has it a good friend air fox has it yep it it like it looks like horizon zero dawn uh sort of combat but like a way smaller arenas like it, it seems fine uh best ar slash vr hitman 3 i'm sorry uh, Resident Evil 4 won. The other ones were Hitman 3, I Expect You to Die 2, Lone Echo, and Sniper Elite VR. Uh, which I don't think any of those games are really worth winning an award. Right. <laughs> I can't play Resident Evil 4 VR. Um, oh. And I, because I, well, because it's on Quest. It's only on Quest. Oh no! Let's see. I hate that. Yeah. I hate this. St- yeah, it's on my it's PC. It's fucking stupid. <sighs> <laughs> like, um, and I haven't played. I expect you to die too yet. Um, but I have heard that the Hitman Three VR experience is not great. Um, and Sniper Elite VR is also kind of eh. Um, it doesn't translate particularly well because looking down scopes in VR just doesn't work very well. Yeah, and I have no idea what Lone Echo is. So I mean, it makes elite, the most like, sense. Isn't the best part of that game watching the cutscene happen? How does that that doesn't work in VR? <laughs> it That'd still happens. Nauseating. It 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 still happens, but it, it like yeah, it's it doesn't it the whole experience just doesn't work all that great. Um, and like from what I've seen and what I've heard of Resident Evil Four in VR, it they did a pretty admirable job of translating it. I sure fucking would love to pay money for it. Yeah, yeah, that would be nice. I, I would. It'd be great. I would. I would gladly give you money. I told this story before but... when I worked when I worked at Facebook. We did a a VR training. Like if you ever have to support somebody who works for the Quest side. 
you know, do this and this and this and this. And I was like, okay, uh, so do we get a discount? And they're like, nope. You can buy it from the store like everybody else. Oh, okay. Uh, so, I mean, it, best... It, that might be because they're selling it for almost at cost anyway. I know, they're selling it for really cheap. But did you know the best narrative game was Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah, go fuck yourselves, Game Awards. And that, and that beat Deathloop? <laughs> that beat It Takes Two, which I would assume It Takes Two would have a better narrative than Guardians of the Galaxy. Especially um, considering it one game of the fucking year, but you know. Yeah. Life is Strange True Colors was another one, and then Psychonauts 2. Uh, good, good, good for Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, I guess. Best action game was given to Returnal on the PlayStation 5. Um, the other ones in the, in the category were Back for Blood, Chivalry 2, Deathloop, and Far Cry 6. I'm surprised Far Cry 6 didn't win that, but I guess Returnal is definitely a game that is made for reviewers to like. Well, and, uh, you know, it'd be kind of weird to get Far Cry 3 best action game whenever it came out like 10 years ago. Far Cry 6. Zing. It's a different game. It's That's a different a game. It's zinger. not the same game. Uh, best. Yeah, game. But, but, but they had a different category. Best action slash adventure game was given to Metroid. Sounds like genre-based categories are stupid. Yeah. Metroid Dread, which beat Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> Look, Marvel's uh, a better action game, but adventure game? Mm-mm, Metroid's got yep. it. Best it's important R- that we distinguish this. I like this. Best RPG was won by Tales of Arise. I don't like the Tales series because I don't Everyone- like the Everyone I know who likes RPGs said, what the fuck are they talking about? Yeah. Like, I, I even read an article that had nothing to do with, like, any of this. This It was, like, from a few years ago because I was looking for PS1 RPGs. And it was like, all the modern Tales games are garbage. But, hey, this one on the PS1, it's pretty good. Like, yeah. you're not, you're not going to fucking tell me it's best RPG. Not over Shin Megami Tensei V. Like, even that, Monster okay. Hunter Rise, like... That's what I was going to say. I can three of those games definitely uh, so I'll we'll list out the other the other people there. Tales of Arise 1. Then you got sh- the runners up were Shin Megami Tensei 5, Scarlet Nexus, Monster Hunter Rise and Cyberpunk 2077. So Shin Megami Tensei, Scarlet Nexus and Monster Hunter Rise I think should have beaten Tales of Arise. And See, I didn't. I, I I thought Scarlet Nexus was basically a Souls like. It is, but I still think it would be better than Tales of Arise. I don't like Tales games. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> um, and then Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. I don't know if you know this. It came out last year. You know, <laughs> I was thinking about that. Uh, but to be fair, it was very end of last year, so maybe they, they just tacked it on because it wasn't included in last year's game awards. I don't know. Uh, That's probably what it is. Yeah, best fighting game. I have no clear feeling, feelings on this. Uh, Guilty Gear Strive won. Uh, that, but that is... I, I do want to say one of the games included was Nickelodeon Ars All-Star Brawl. 
More like our star brawl. <laughs> <laughs> Virtual Fighter uh, 5 was included. Melty Blood Type Lumina. Is that... Uh, it's Melty yeah. Blood Type melty... Lumina. Yeah, Melty Blood Type Lumina. I said that. Uh, okay, fine. Whatever. Yeah. It's, Just the it... way the way you're saying it is all one, as if it's like, that's the... Like, you're, there's supposed to be a pause. The, the series name is Melty Blood. Okay, but there's no colon. I know. <laughs> Reed, please write the writer of this Destructoid article and insist that they update their uh, their, their writing here because it's it's not it's, conducive. We, and they, then we the can't other, work with it. The other fighting game was Demon Slayer. Chronicles. Kimetsu no Yaiba. Yes. Which, my understanding, at least from what I've seen, is uh, it's like those uh, old Nar Naruto fighting games because it's, oh, yeah. it's that company and all they do is make the same fighting game over and over again. Oh, okay, okay. Best family game was given to It Takes Two. Yeah, uh, go fuck yourself, Game Awards. Which beat Mario Party Superstars, New Pokemon Snap, Super Mario World, Super Mario 3D World, plus Bowser's Fury, uh, and WarioWare Get It Together. Uh, it takes two beats. Yeah, why, why don't you get it together, Game Awards? Because I... it has how does a two player co op game, uh, that like is about divorce, how is that a better family game than Mario Party? Yeah, that's mostly I the point know. I wanted to make up. It's a, yeah. it, this is like when they win and it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Yep. So, uh, best sim slash strategy game was Age of Empires 4. Which, sure, I haven't played it. I, I downloaded you it. You got the hard drive space for all those cutscenes. Good on you. I do. <laughs> I do. Uh, I actually downloaded it on my old computer, and I have not re-downloaded it since I got I built my new computer. So I Why downloaded it. And all built... in the same category. And then you got Evil Genius 2, World Domination, Humankind, Inscription, and Microsoft Flight Simulator. The winner of that category again, <laughs> Age of Empires 4. I think... Microsoft Flight Simulator probably should have won. Uh, but that's just me. Uh, best... Didn't that come out like three years ago? Yeah, probably. Best sports slash racing game was Forza Horizon 5, which... Hot Wheels got cheated. <laughs> the other ones were F1 2021, FIFA 2022, Riders Republic, and of course, Hot Wheels Unleashed, which apparently got cheated. Um. And then there's just there's one called Games for Impact is the category, and I assume this is like it's, it's games the, for the, woke the cry the most. Yeah, games games for woke games for inclusion, like trying to uh, make a point. I would I would about inclusion. Uh, the winner of that was Life is Strange: True Colors. Uh, the other ones w that were in the category were No Longer Home. Shikori, uh, Colorful Tale, <laughs> um, Boyfriend Dungeon, and Before Your Eyes. I'm sorry. I have zero feelings on this. Yeah, me neither. I, I've, I haven't played any of those. Well, no, I, I'm lying. I played Boyfriend Dungeon because it was included in Game Pass, and it's uh, honestly not terrible. It's just a... Also, a action. if you missed the joke... Connor said, "No longer home is the sequel to Gone Home." 
it it, it, it isn't um uh, that, that yeah it's not very serious it looks a lot similar to untitled goose game and i wonder if the art style or the uh publishing house is similar it's possible or or they've got like some of the same developers on that team anyway uh innovation in accessibility was won by forza horizon 5 for some reason uh <laughs> i'm okay, actually sure. really surprised halo didn't get that like or wasn't even included in that if you look behind the scenes at what's going on in halo infinite that game is very accessibility friendly it really is um you got the the other ones in the category were Far Cry 6, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and The Veil, Shadow of the Crown, uh, which I've never heard of. Best Art Direction nope. uh, was given to Deathloop for some reason. I think Psychonauts that... Maybe I think gotten that one. Psychonauts or Kina? I think yeah. very Like, I like the art in Deathloop, but I... I don't it's think it was like, better looking than <laughs> Kina or Psychonauts 2. It's um, just modern. It's more modern retro shit. Yeah. Like you, you're going to tell me that's best art direction. Like the other two included in the category were, were Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart and the Artful Escape. The best score slash music category was won by Near Replicant. It deserves it. Yeah. I mean, the other ones were Cyberpunk 2077, Deathloop, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, and The Artful Escape. God, these... We need more games. Um, the audio <laughs> design... best au- So that was best score slash music. Then there's best audio design, which was Forza Horizon 5. Yeah, go fuck yourself, Game Awards. Uh, Deathloop were, was another one uh, included in that category. Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart, Resident Evil Village, and Returnal. Best performance was Maggie Robertson in Resident Evil Village. And what a fitting name, you know? <laughs> Robertson. Because <laughs> she she was wearing a dress that... <laughs> so the, the other, fuck are you talking about? The other people... her, her, dress, her dress was like, like showing off the goods quite a bit. Oh, okay. So Erica... Ro- uh... Robertson's is is booba oh so erica Moore <laughs> was life is strange who was in life is strange true colors no one knows who any of these other people are gian besides giancarlo esposito yeah for far cry 6 jason e kelly for death loop or and ozioma akaga <laughs> for death loop as well <laughs> the words and names i would be a terrible teacher i'd be like keen it's ken what are you you regretting reading every one of these yet uh yes i i regretted it immediately but we're going through best multiplayer game. why are you doing best multiplayer game goes to it takes two whatever yep best ongoing game final fantasy 14 and i think that's yep that's fair yeah that's very um, fair. Most anticipated game, Elden Ring. I don't care. I hate <laughs> I, Dark Souls 5. Fucking it's just a Dark Souls games and those games are so <laughs> shitty and people will no, bend over not, backwards. It's not Dark Souls. 
is it's not just Dark Souls. It's written by a Game of Thrones man. That means it's going to be good. Yeah, it beat beat (laughs) Breath of the Wild 2 for most anticipated game. Uh, I'm so disappointed we didn't see anything. Best esports We also skipped game. best community support. It was Final Fantasy fourteen again. Oh, okay. Which yeah. also deserves it again. It it does. Right. Like they the, uh, we didn't talk about it, but they gave because of the new expansion launch, they got um a lot of people logging in. A ton. And it, it filled up their servers. And so what they did was they gave everybody a week of free game time. So that's they're they're good. My it's like they care. My brother-in-law has been trying to play it all week <laughs> and um, started in queue at nine, finally got into the game at a little after 11 o'clock. Nice. Oh, nice. That's like um, early Diablo three bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully they'll fix it, but we'll see. Uh, Speaking of bad, best oh, yeah, esport yeah. game. Yeah. <laughs> Why is Counter Strike Go in here in Dota Two? What the fuck? So, what so, year is it? Wait, 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 wait! Call of Duty's an esport game now. Sure. Vanguard, maybe, whatever. Uh, but the winner was League of Legends. What? That I like they didn't even they didn't even like put a, a subtitle on Call of Duty. It's just uh, Call of Duty. Whatever, whatever one it is. We need this category. We need nothing, something here. Um, this now it's getting really into the ones I care about the least. Uh, best esports athlete. I don't know who any of these people are. <laughs> you don't know about Alexander Swample Kostilyev? Swample. <laughs> nope. That's his name, Swample. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I just want every all the listeners to know it's simple, but the I is replaced with the one, so it's swumple. Oh, and I could see, I could see. It's so good if the announcer. Just... <laughs> I just, I would love if if the announcer was just didn't know anything about esports and they're like swumple here is doing something. Who? <laughs> they, were you guys watching when they read Genshin Impact won its category? Was it Genshine or something? We called it Genshin Impact. Nice. Oh no. They um they 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 would occasionally back in the day get like bad like like celebrities to do commentary for wrestling. And one of the guys, it's pretty infamous, is the the guy would just ask how much the people weigh. He'd be like, how much does this guy weigh? And another guy would be like, how much does this guy weigh? Like, that was a huge deal. Um, best esports team was Navi for CSGO. No, um, I disagree. Best uh, esports team liquid. Yeah, whatever. I don't. I don't care about any of that. <laughs> Best esports coach was Coma. Um, all Imagine of putting their that names, on your tax returns. All of their names suck. <laughs> you got coach. you got B one eighty three, Crowder, Ing, 
and silent were the were the runners up. Just oh my awful. god. Oh my god, it took me until just now to actually know what that first guy's name is. It's supposed it's Blade. to be Blade. Blade. Yeah, yeah. Blade. But it's B183. I seriously Yeah, I was like B183? Like That's just B- your boomer brain. 83? I what? And then I, then I read it as what is it? Is it Bway? Oh wait, it's Blade. Yeah. Oh. Best <laughs> Best esports event was Worlds 2021 and the content creator, the content creator of the year was, of course, uh, Aroa. It was the guy was, who cheated uh, in Minecraft. It was Aroa. It was the guy, the guy who cheated in Minecraft, won content creator of the year How? instead instead of the fucking streamer who set Twitch records for viewership and put on a three-day-long production of live-action Sims where they told him what to do and he and a bunch of other people all improved for three fucking days. Who who was that? Who who was the that one was you're German, talking German, about? German 985. Okay, and he's not even listed on here. He's not even fucking listed. They didn't list they didn't list uh fucking Ludwig, who also set a record for the most Twitch subs. Or they, um, and they uh what about uh is there I don't watch him, but Asmodian, is that his name? Asmodius? Uh, the the MMO streamer who like he uh, started, Yeah, that guy. He started streaming Final Fantasy fourteen and got ton a ton of people to go to the game. Yeah. Like he's like, not no, even listed. No, let's let's not go to any of these people who like actually did something. Let's go with this fucker whose biggest fucking event in the last two years was he got caught cheating in Minecraft speedrunning. Yeah. Let's stop talking about this because all the I feel the same way about the award shows as I do the Oscars is it's a bunch of rich people jerking each other off yeah yeah and like the only reason anybody actually watches the game awards is for what I'm assuming we're about to go into which is the trailers yep yeah. and because uh, of our, our little rule that we came up with Connor what was the first one you wanted to talk about the first one I want to talk about is going to be the least exciting of the two, which is the trailer for Dune. Uh, they're making a game called Spice Wars, and we don't really know anything about it because they do what trailers do, and they just showed some some animations that don't really explain anything. But they're making a new, a new Dune game that I think is going to be kind of inspired off of like the Dune 2-style base-building isometric, like the one that started the genre. Yeah, that was and, that was I actually played that when I was a kid and uh and I I had to harvest what, the spice. Say what you will about how well it's aged, it was groundbreaking. And looking at the 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 atmosphere for the genre right now, there's not a whole lot in that you know that that base building kind of real-time strategy style game. And I wonder if they ain't going to go and do it Again, where they knock it out of the park and reinvent the series. I know that's a lot of faith to put on a game that's riding the coattails of a successful movie, but, I mean, they've done it once, right? Yeah. I think now would be a good time. Um, And, yeah, and, and to be fair, the that Dune game, even though I hate Dune, I haven't seen the new movie. 
Mean All I know is the original movie and the miniseries, and uh, I hate them. I, I hated them with a passion. So read the first I, book, and I enjoyed it, and then it seemed like it was getting into a cult to keep going into it. Yeah. Um, but hopefully, hopefully the game's good, and more more games better because we need them, apparently, judging from the list that we just read through. And yeah. uh, we're going to skip over to Aroa. What's your first trailer you wanted to talk about? Uh, so, I mean, obviously... Being the resident Sonic fan, uh, the new Sonic uh, Frontiers trailer, uh, it's cool to get confirmation that the title is Sonic Frontiers, and um, I I am hesitant, hesitantly excited. You're always it. excited uh, for Sonic. Every Sonic fan has the same thing happen with every new Sonic game, which is announced, and that is that you go oh boy, here comes a new Sonic game. And then they, they show the gameplay and it's like, oh boy, it looks pretty fun. I hope they don't fuck it up. And then they release it and then it's not great. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm here. Here we are again. It looks really cool. I like the concept of it being an open world Sonic game um, because a lot of fan games have tried to do that and have shown that it can be done. So hopefully with the break that they've had since Sonic Forces and hopefully in taking fan feedback after Sonic Forces, <laughs> uh, this ends up being good. Uh, one of the, I think the director, somebody involved with it has said that they want this to kind of be the new uh, sort of the, the Sonic Adventure or Sonic Unleashed for this generation of Sonic fan where it's going to kind of set the groundwork for what the next few games are going to be. Um, I don't know how well that's going to work, but I am hopeful. I, some people are commenting on the fact that the open world looks very empty. I'm wondering if they're going to play into uh, the what looks to be simulation uh, aspect of it, because it looks like the whole game is going to be taking place in a computer simulation. Um, and so, 2077 kind of because they, they did the zoom in on his eyes and they did little little sparkly like digital glitchy shit so wake the fuck up tails we got a city to burn <laughs> so i'm i'm hoping that they're going to do something with that where it's going to play almost like a sonic gta sort of thing where you go to like a mission start point and then all the relevant stuff kind of spawns in and you'd go and, and do the mission, uh, but everything takes place within the same big connected map. And so like the way that you traverse that map is kind of where the, where the interesting gameplay comes from. Yeah, I, I really hope that they do that, but it's fucking Sonic team. They could easily just fuck it all up. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead and I know that um, John Sonic, the CEO of Sonic Team, listens to this podcast. So I'm just going to throw out a little bit of suggestion for how to do fun open world RPG games. And that is play Jet Set Radio Future. Have I... a rocking soundtrack, have a world that's fun to explore, and then populate that world with fun things to do. The rest will I... sort itself out. I disagree. Um, I just want there to be lucky hit. I want them to have Sonic... <laughs> 
uh, behind and be like, care for a game of lucky hit? And that's all I want. That's all I want in a game. I mean, that'll get people playing the game for a long time, but that doesn't make a good Sonic game. And <laughs> oh. if they're really smart, they'll do both. Have a big oh open world full of lucky hit vendors. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be Sonic Yakuza. Oh, be perfect. <laughs> um, oh my god! I'm gonna move on. I'm gonna talk about the one. I, the first one I want to talk about is Star Wars Eclipse, which is a brand new Star Wars game that's in development. Um, it says here it's uh, Quantic Dream are making a Star Wars yeah. game. Yeah. Um, it's in early de- development. Uh, it's going to be set in the High Republic era of Star Wars Galaxy. Beyond that, it looks a lot like Star Wars. Um, it's a open world, and it is, <clears throat> I believe, it's going to have some multiplayer aspects to it. Mm, I can't wait for Quantic Dream to make an open world game with multiplayer aspects. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to go really well and not be terrible. Yeah. Are you guys hopefully. ready to play the Old Republic when it comes out, whenever this game comes out? Yes. Yes, I am. I am I am very excited for the remake. So yeah, um that not much was shown in the trailer or anything at all. And uh it was it 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 looks okay. There's like it's a cinematic thing, so it's, it's such just CG like hey, this is a Star Wars game. It has Star Wars in it. And you're going to play it cuz it's Star Wars. And what about you, uh, Aroa? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go swing back uh, to Connor. Aroa, what's uh, your second uh, game? Oh God! Um, uh-huh. So I wasn't I wasn't really sure what to pick, because uh, like there were there were a number of the cinematic trailers that didn't show any gameplay that yeah. still had me excited. Um, but I actually just this morning, so I missed the Saints Row trailer. Uh, I, I stopped watching the show before that came on, so I didn't even know that that had made an appearance. Um, watching the Saints Row trailer, I'm fucking excited for it. Uh, like, if you go to the that YouTube video, the comments are so fucking, like, bitter and and shitting all over it for some stupid reason. You're very crackly. It looked great. Oh, god damn it. Yep. Yeah, it's okay. Two but seconds. yeah, it does it, it does look really good. Is it fixed now? Yeah, it's good now. Yep. Uh so it it looks great. Uh like it, it looks like it's taking the wackiness of Saints Row 3, not quite hitting Saints Row 4 levels uh with how ridiculous it is, but then also putting it into the same sort of framework that Saints Row 1 and 2 had, which is exactly what I wanted, what I thought everyone else wanted. But like there are people in the comments that are like, why don't you just remake Saints Row 1 and 2 but put it in this engine? Because why would you want a game that came out fucking 15 years ago? Why why would you want that? Why would you want that when you can have a brand new thing that has new gameplay elements? There's a fucking wingsuit now. Like because they also GTA, GTA Because of the yeah, GTA. Did nobody see yeah, did nobody see the GTA re-release? It's it's okay to innovate, and Saints Row is a, a healthy enough uh, uh, franchise for it. Yeah, like I I like I don't know 
everyone knew after Saints Row 4, there's nowhere else to go. Like, you can't well, they make it more ridiculous than that. They did. They went like, to hell. Well, yeah, and it, it, and it was the same fucking game. Like, right. it, that could have just been, like, a DLC. really long bonus mission. It, it basically was DLC. Like, it was standalone DLC. Uh, but, like, the the new trailer shows it is still wacky. Like, you can dress up as a, as a taco man if you want to. And, and you know I want and, to. And, like, they showed you can fucking jump off a building in a wingsuit, fly around, land on the ground in front of a bunch of enemies, and blow them up with a big rocket launcher. Like, you've got some kind of fucking futuristic-looking laser jet thing that you can fly between buildings and shit. Like, it's going to be absolute chaos. And yet still be like taking down rival gangs. It's just one of them happens to be made up of like fucking Halo <laughs> Marines. Like it looks fucking cool. I'm hyped. I'm hyped for it. I think I think they're going to do a great job. Just don't pre-order it. Don't pre-order. But I think they're going to do a good job from what I've seen. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully they do a a good job on it. And we're going to go to Connor. What's your second game you want to talk about? Actually, we're going to go to Nathan because I want to talk about the best one last. Okay. Uh, so there, there was another one that isn't in the list. They said this is all of them, but there's one that's not in the list that I, I wanted to talk about. So I'm getting three. Um, so the first one I want to talk about is in the list. Uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is getting a new game from the game same guys who made the Friday the 13th games. Yeah, that was one of the ones I wanted to talk about, but I was like, eh, it's a cinematic thing. I don't want to waste it. I but knew yeah, yeah I, I, I knew I knew you wanted to talk about it, so I, I figured I'd I'd we'd throw that one in there. Um the and we already know that the guys can make a good game because they made the Friday mm-hmm. the thirteenth game, and then as we all know, uh I guess the movie rights are in limbo right now for Friday the thirteenth. And so because of that, the studio was like, hey, you can't make anything new until we get this lawsuit figured out. And they're like, but but we, we want to make money. And they're like, no, no money for you. And they're like, fine, we're going to make Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Well, and it's going to no, be first this- they went, fine, we're going to make Predator. Yeah. <laughs> no one played it. <laughs> we're we're going to make well, Predator. I, I think it was an epic exclusive, which is why nobody played it. That's that oh, that's could be it too. Yeah. And then they're like, we're gonna make Texas Child Saint Chainsaw Massacre with blackjack and hookers. And oh, fuck. I changed my microphone. Yeah, you did. And it's it, a little quieter. Your button doesn't work anymore. Yep. Uh oh. I heard something happen there. Anyway. Oh, uh and then the other trailer I wanted to speak on briefly is apparently they're making a Star Trek telltale like game. Hell yeah, because oh, Telltale's yeah. not dead, I guess. No, it's not Telltale. It's a different game or a different company, but it's going to be basically the same type of storytelling. Sure uh, it looks with, like it. Yeah, with, uh, with the Star Trek game, and I didn't see it in the list. So uh, it, looks, it, it looks okay, and I like Star Trek, and all things Star Trek, so I'll probably like it. Well, not all things Star Trek. There's yeah, a lot of bad episodes of Star Trek. Anyway. Even the uh, bad ones are good sometimes, but that's a that's a discussion for a different podcast. Yeah. Was it was it was it like was it TNG or was uh it the original TOS? 
the original series has a lot of bad episodes. The, no, no, I mean the, the, the game. The game. Uh, it's it's modern, or it's it's more the the new stuff is it is what it looks like. Mm. So, um, or or I don't know exactly. They don't show off a lot. They show off the bridge, which the bridge does look like kind of a TNG or Voyager bridge, but it doesn't say ex- explicitly what timeline it is. But I think that in the trailer which I can't watch right now because it's not on the list. Um, they they show an old version of Spock. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't Leonard... think they give a star date or anything. Yeah, but I but so I think it's after the next generation because they have a an older version of Spock in it. Okay. So anyway, uh, and then the, of course there is is what Connor wanted to talk about, which he thinks is the best. It's uh, easily all right, everyone. I, I want you to close your eyes real quick because I'm going to talk you through what is the best trailer of the game rewards. All right, so it's a black screen, and then we go into a planet. And this planet, it's filled with bugs. They're flying everywhere. They're swarming everywhere. We have Cadian guards by the look of it. They're shooting their flashlights, this thing, and it's just not doing anything. We got somebody falling back. He's on the radios. He's calling for requests. He's getting any support he can get, whatever they can get. And then from the skies, three space marines fall, clad in the Emperor's finest blue armor. And we see our old friend, uh, it looks like now Lieutenant Titus, is ready to kick some bug ass. And kick some bug ass they do. Chainsword and bolter pistol in hand, they kick some serious bug ass. Uh, And then they do something that makes this the best trailer of them all, is they show in-game content. Oh, good. I saw this, and I was like, oh my god, they did it. They did the bare minimum. (laughs) And it looks like it's going to be amazing. Yes. As I mentioned earlier, you're fighting Tyranids this time instead of Orcs and Chaos Space Marines, uh, which is cool. Uh, it looks like we're on Cadia, which, if you know anything about Warhammer, it's not a thing anymore. Uh, the joke is that the guard stood longer than the planet did, and that's because uh, the, they done did broke the planet. I'm so excited for this. Best wow, reveal. This does look out of, fucking great. It looks amazing. <laughs> Some things to yeah, note. Uh, first game was good, so first game was great, and I have high hopes for this. Uh, one thing that I do like is, um, you know, when I play Warhammer, for example, if my army is uh, doing too good, they release an update, and they call that an FAQ. This trailer got an FAQ for it uh, in the exact same way that like the rules updates do, and I thought that was hilarious. If anyone's going to do it like that, it's going to be this company. But they mentioned some things such as uh, we could tell they're Cadians because they have glowing purple eyes. The uh, the soldiers, that is. They talk about the the techniques they used for making the trailer, which is a super good trailer. Watch it. It gets me hype. They talk about some of the smaller features you might not notice. For example, uh, Commander slash Lieutenant Titus has two more pips in the middle of his head. So it's probably about 200 years later from the events of the first game. At least, unless he's been out of service for that case, it could be longer. But Space Marines are basically immortal anyways, so, you know, what is time? Uh, he also appears to be a Primaris Marine, which is like, okay, we have these super transhuman soldiers, let's make them even more super transhuman. Specifically, you get three more implants, you get uh, titanium muscle, basically, it makes your, your sinews out of, like, steel. You get a implant in the space of your skull that releases combat stimulants whenever your fight or flight uh, system kicks in, which is just the thing you want the massive gorilla and power armor with a shotgun to have. 
and it gives you basically a second heart called the Belisarian Furnace, which is like if you receive fatal wounds, it'll shut down your body and kind of force you to go into some Odin sleep while it uh, re releases chemicals that help with the healing process. What all this means is we can guarantee that Captain Titus is going to be kicking a whole lot more ass this time around, and I am for it. He's got some chains on his arm, which means he was probably associated with the Death Guard, which is the chapters of the Space Marine, specifically tasked towards taking out Xeno uh, aliens. And now that we're fighting Xenos, Tyranids, hopefully we will get a little more information on what happened at the end of the game there. There's, there's a lot going on here than a trailer has any business uh, having, and I enjoy the effort that they put into it. This is a very well done trailer. Good. Good, I'm happy to hear that. And um, this is the Warhammer Minute. There, there, there you go. You got the Warhammer Minute in. And uh, I never played the original Space Marine, but I know it was very well received. Uh, so, I kind of want to check it out and see if this trailer has uh, repopulated the multiplayer service. This game was fun as hell. I, as far as like third-person yeah. shooters go, very good. Go get it if it's available. I'll play it with you. It's on Steam. I know that. I know that That's it's right, on Steam. It. Anyway, uh, we're going to move on. We got a couple more stories to talk about, and uh, we're running late. So Amazon explains outage that took out a large chunk of the Internet. So as you know, the, uh, I'm sure you know, at earlier this week, they decided, hey, we want to do what Facebook did and mess everything up. <laughs> Can't have Facebook have all the glory there. So they, uh, they, they had a huge AWS outage. This is from Engadget. It says... They explained the web services outage that knocked out parts of the internet for several hours on December 7th and promised more clarity if this happens in the future. Uh, Amazon, oh, by the way, I couldn't get to Amazon.com. Like, Amazon.com was not loading is what caused me to be like, wait a minute, what the heck? Amazon revealed in an automated capacity scaling feature led to an unexpected behavior uh, from internal network devices or clients. Devices connecting to the internal network to AWS were swamped, stalling communications. So they DDoS themselves. <laughs> they did it. They played themselves. Amazon screwed Amazon. Uh, the nature of the failure prevented teams from pinpointing and fixing the problem. Uh, why is it that they, they screw up so majorly that they DDoS themselves. The team can't figure out what's going on. And then they're just like, Whoop, whoopsie, whoopsie doozles. Um, <laughs> you think there would be things in place to make it easy for this not to happen. The rescuers uh, were extremely del uh, deliberate in restoring service to avoid breaking still functional workloads and had to contend with a latent issue that prevented networking clients from backing off and giving system a chance to recover. Man, it would be great if they just could reboot and fix everything. Uh, sorry, we're going to be down for an hour. We're, we're rebooting the servers. Uh, but they were trying to keep certain things online while getting everything else back online, which, to be fair, in a in a data center as massive as, as the Amazon ones, and... Uh, it everything when it comes up needs to be done in a specific order, otherwise something's not going to work. Um, I'm sure both of you, being IT people, have experience with that. If if you turn a server on, 
before another server comes on, that can make C server have issues. So you want to mm-hmm. you want to do it in a specific order. Uh, it sucks. Why I like Docker. Yeah. So uh, it happened, and and they DDoS themselves, and we're moving on. And apparently, AT and T sucks. Why does AT and T suck, Aroa? Uh, so AT and T um, provides government uh, subsidized service for a lot of areas of the country. Um, and they legally have to. Yeah. Yeah. There, there was an example here of AT&T failing to fix a guy's internet for a month. Um, he just had no internet for over a month. Uh, he called AT&T. They told him to reboot his modem after he already did. Uh, the technician, uh, well, AT&T sent a technician to his house. He showed up. Um, unplugged everything, plugged it back in, still didn't work. Um, so then AT&T sent out another technician later. He did literally the same thing, and it still didn't work. Go fucking figure, because their technicians don't actually know anything. Um, so then uh, he sent an email saying that it was it was an engineering problem and that AT&T, the, the smarter people, would have to fix it. Um, they were troubleshooting and it would, it would be back in a couple of hours. According to AT&T, it didn't come back. Uh, the, the customer had to fucking call them again over and over again. They, they would set new appointments and shit still wouldn't get fixed. Uh, they wouldn't tell him what was wrong. Reason was they didn't know what was wrong. After all this, it turned out that he just needed another antenna. His, his antenna was was just not working for some reason, and no one thought to replace the the antenna on his on his house that was, I guess, getting cellular internet. Oh, okay. So they had a wireless internet plan. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's if I were a tech, I would have tested that. <laughs> um, Hardware like, layer is usually the first thing that I check. Yeah. Ninety yeah. percent of the time. Like my 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 car is having issues right now, and it's the same thing in the in in the car world. Like you start with the simplest thing, which would which for me it would have been the the modem, right? Okay, maybe the modem's not working. Let's replace that. Okay, that didn't fix it. Let's replace the antenna. Same thing with my car. Like first thing I thought, maybe you know I've had the car for six years, five years, something like that, and I haven't replaced the twelve volt battery. Battery might be shot. Um, yeah. and not and not providing enough power. So let's replace that. That didn't work. Okay, now I need to get some fuses and, and try to replace the fuses. Um, why that took them a month to do is insane. And I like well, on I, the I can... bottom here, it says AT&T still trying to f- determine what happened. <laughs> it says... Well, how uh, did it take us a month? I can tell you why it took you a month. It's because you guys don't give a shit. AT&T not interested in owning up to their shit. So to be fair, it said uh, the customer received a bill uh, on Tuesday for the month service that he didn't get, but later got bill credits and a gift card for his troubles. I wonder how much the gift card was for. The Beacon Journal... $20 to Applebee's. Yeah. The Beacon Journal reported AT&T told the newspaper that our technicians restored his internet service and he is satisfied. Uh, they asked AT&T for an explanation as to why it took a month to fix it. 
The company didn't explain, but said that it's looking into them. Clearly, this is not an acceptable customer experience and did not meet our expectations. It meets my expectations of dealing <laughs> with an ISP. Um, we have apologized to him and credited his account, and we are reviewing this case to determine what happened to prevent this from happening again. Uh, about a decade ago, I lived in Prineville, and I had Crestview Cable. And Crestview was upgrading their systems from, I believe at the time they were still on like Doxus 1, and they were updating, or Doxus 2, and they were updating to Doxus 3. And because of the upgrades, they were periodically screwing over the internet service in the town because they just had to mess with the nodes and all that jazz. Um, but they couldn't tell anybody that because then they would have to like that. It was their fault that the, all the internet was shitty. Um, so instead they lied to us, the customers. And so, uh, I called them up and I would be like, Hey, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, we'll have you talk to the main person, the main person who's in charge of the internet. And the lady basically told me, Oh, well, you're, you're guaranteed up to a certain amount. At the time, I was getting 30 megabits a second. It is it is since upgraded to now I have a gig. But at the time, it was 30 megabits a second. And I was like, yeah, but I'm getting two, and even that is shaky. <laughs> I need better internet. Like, you, you need to give me something better than that. Like, I know there's something up with the network. We've replaced my modem three times. Turns out, uh, years later... I wor I started working with her husband. Just out of the blue, like we started talking, and he explained who she who who she was, and I told him that story, and he's like, "Yeah." So here's the thing: she would come home every day pissed off because she the company was telling her to lie to the company the uh, customers, and yeah, so it wasn't like I was mad at her. But it was the company. I was mad at the company too, but I was mad at her for being part of the company and lying, obviously. And he's like, she she had to follow the line. Like she could have got fired if she would have told you what was going on. So, um, just just a coincidence that I started doing that. And AT and T clearly can't come out and say, "Oh, it's our fault. We're the we're fuck ups." They just have to be like, "No, we uh, we're we're we'll work on it. We'll we'll get it fixed for the future." But in reality, they're not going to change anything. Yeah. They're not going to change anything. All right. So uh, why does why does uh, Verizon suck? <laughs> so Verizon uh, decided to also be assholes and opt all of their customers into a uh, personal data selling scheme. Um, basically, if you are connected to Verizon's uh, 4 or 5G uh wireless internet um they will sell your browsing history to whoever um whether you agree to it or not uh unless you specifically opted out uh then they're they're going to take all of your your dns queries and sell all of that uh but also if you opted out um you're still opted in <laughs> oh because there's a separate program that you also have to specifically opt out of that they didn't even mention in the first opt out message that they texted everyone. Um, 
it's fucking gross. Uh, yeah. So you have normally, to opt out twice? Yeah, you have to opt out of two different programs. Uh, you have the customer experience or custom experience plus and custom experience program. Um, the custom experience plus program is the one that they texted everyone about. Uh, the other one uh, was a separate thing that they didn't text everyone out of uh, that you have to opt out of separately because it's a renamed program that uh, already existed called Verizon Selects. Interesting. Uh, but but their, their reasoning for all this is that uh, they, can, they can advertise to you or, or offer you services that are more relevant to your interests based on what you do over your mobile data connection. So if they notice that you stream a lot of Spotify, uh, then they can figure out that, oh, we need to we need to start our own music streaming service so then we can sell that to our customers. I uh, see. Kind of shit. Um, um, so yeah, I'm, don't, I'm use, look- don't use Verizon. I'm I'm looking forward to the Verizon uh Twink porn network. That sounds sounds like it's going to be a real winner. I, I mean with a name like that I'm sure it has an audience. I'm sure it, I'm sure it would have yeah. an audience. Um that's not good. But uh we're not uh, fuck Verizon. We already know Verizon's bad. Don't use Verizon. Um I mean, but the problem is you kind of have to in some areas. Like some areas, you yeah. just T-Mobile doesn't work, or AT and T. Well, AT and T sucks, and T-Mobile sucks, <laughs> and all of them suck. Yeah, I mean, I I make fun of AT and T, but like I'm sitting here using AT and T's fiber internet, and yeah, and I on an average of 500 meg down, you know. Yeah, and I have I have Google for my phone provider, so like. Well, I'm not one to talk. Google's not any better than Verizon. They're all they're all shit. Capitalism's a failure. Let's move on. Um, hey, speaking of Google, <laughs> Android sucks too. Android. <laughs> why does suck. Android suck? So Android, um, Android had a bit of a bug uh, where if you had Microsoft Teams installed uh, and you weren't logged into Microsoft Teams. You couldn't make calls to nine one one. Why? So, um, that's the... a Microsoft exclusive feature, there, Bucko. <laughs> you gotta pay for that. This uh, this article doesn't mention it, but I, I finally read yesterday what actually was going on. Um, so it is a problem with the way that there there's an API in Android that lets an app essentially register itself as a phone app. Um, so that like, it, it's so that whenever you receive a call through Teams, it can pop up and show like the standard phone call UI. And then you can just press the button to accept it. And it doesn't have, they don't have to build a specific Teams call acceptance interface or anything like that. Um, apparently the way that Microsoft implemented that API if you're not logged in, it is like constantly trying to intercept all of your calls, uh, outgoing or incoming. And, and it just bugs the fuck out when you specifically make an emergency call uh, and won't let you do anything. 
with the awesome. phone call. And did they get it fixed? So, uh, yeah, they're they're patching. Um, they 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 patched Android, uh, on Pixel devices to make it so that uh that can't happen again. Oh, that all that's uh, all that matters I, to me then. And I believe that Microsoft is doing something with Teams to make it so that their fucking stupid, terrible chat app doesn't do that anymore. Teams is such a bad like. They own so Teams many. They, so they have. Uh, are they going to discontinue Skype then? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Skype. It, Skype for Business has been dead for a while, and well, Skype, Skype for, for. Yeah, Skype for Business has been dead. I was just meant the Skype actual skype yeah. are they getting rid of it because i remember yeah they're they're sunsetting it very soon yeah a decade ago we had you know skype was good like that they got rid of msn messenger to to do skype and then they got rid of link which was their business one yeah, uh which was basically messenger yeah and turned in turned that into skype for business and then they stopped using Skype for business when Teams came out. And you think they have a history of just not doing well with messenger services. Like at all. But whatever. Um, good for them. I don't know. I don't. We use Teams at work and it, it's fine, I guess. I hate it. I hate it. I, I, if I ran a business, I'd just I use can't... Discord. Uh, yeah, honestly. I'd either. I'd. I'd... I'd use Slack if there was some like specific thing that people needed that Slack could do that Discord couldn't. But otherwise, yeah, I'd probably just use Discord. I'd use I'd I'd use Discord and then just like because obviously we're not going to be in charge of like a, a corporation or something, and just have each person would be in their own little team. Like every every I... person would have access to like, um. To like HR would have their own little site, their own little thing, and then IT would have their own little thing. Um, it would be cool if you could tie it into Active Directory and do it based on security groups. Yeah, I imagine that's what Slack has. Yeah, Teams probably. has its places, uh, especially if you're already in the uh, O365 Enterprise kind of environment. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that's why it's there. It's, that's it's because of that ecosystem. Yeah. If you yeah. don't already have something like that in place, there are definitely alternatives that won't be so shackling. But if if you're already jumped into the deep end of that pool, hey, here's some extra for you. Man, if I if I owned a company, I'd just be I'd be using Thunderbird and and LibreOffice. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't pay for any licenses. Screw that noise. Anyway, um, our last story is why does Epic suck? Slightly less than they did before. Ah, uh, uh, I mean, I know the answer. I know the they, answer. Uh, uh, they have mod support now. Is that why? Oh no, 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 no. slightly less, slightly less. <laughs> uh, they have a shopping cart after three oh, years. Finally, they Jesus have a shopping Christ. cart. That is, uh. Ridiculous. All that shopping at the Epic Store that I do. I uh, mean, I have the Epic Store. I'm not. I'm not one of you who is boycotting I, it. I I actually had to install it recently because I felt like playing a game that I had the key for on Epic. Oh yeah. Uh, and 
it's amazing how the fucking client hasn't changed at all yeah. in all this yeah. time. So, so I, when I built my computer, I forget what games I got. I got two games. One of them was Humankind. Um, but you know, you buy a computer part, and they they'll throw in games sometimes. A graphics card. Uh, I did not buy a graphics card. So it was uh, it was my CPU. Yeah, I think it was the CPU or the motherboard, something like that. Probably probably CPU. And it came with two games. Free with a motherboard. You get a fucking fucking speaker with the motherboard. Uh, I think that I got a uh, a copy of of three D Mark with one of my components as well. Oh. Oh wow. Yeah, I know. So anyway, I got two games, and one of the games was on Steam, as you would expect, and the other game was on Epic Game Store, and it was from the same purchase. I was just like, why are you making me download two different things instead of just one? Anyway, it didn't make sense. Um, but yeah, Epic Game Store, it's it's uh, slightly functional, and it's slightly more functional now that they have a shopping cart that you can you can do. The only reason I have Epic is because they give out free games all the time. And I'll just be like, oh, I'll take all of the Batman games, I guess. <laughs> um, um, they, they do, to give the, the store client team credit, they have a Trello, actually, that's publicly visible um, to show, like, what they're working on and to indicate that, like, they are looking at feedback and they're trying to make the client better. That's good. Like I, I will give that team specifically some credit. I hate Epic as a company, uh, with the some of the business practices that they've done, but I, I will at least give those developers credit that they are trying to indicate they do give a shit. Good. They promise. I'm happy that they do that. At least the development, team, like, because I can't, I can hate a company, and still, know that the developers are trying their best. Like, yeah, it's. I compare it to, uh, and I don't normally, but I just thought of this comparison and I'm going to use it, uh, being in support of individual members of the military or, or, or something like that, but still not being appreciative of the military industrial complex. Yeah. And that's, then that's something that like people, people get mad at me about because I'm like, I don't like the military and they're like, Oh, you don't like a veterans? Like, no, I didn't say that because you know the the people the grunts who are there just doing their jobs i there are reasons why they go there like they were rec- when i was in high school and uh you guys are a little bit younger than me but like i graduated in 2005 <laughs> yeah, uh I, I, shut six up old years so i graduated in 2005 and that was like the height of the Iraq war like recruitment. So we had people at our school all the time trying to recruit people graduating, which I think is a disgusting thing. Oh, absolutely. It is, it is gross as hell. But if you're poor and you get middling grades, you're not getting a scholarship. You're going you're gonna to have to get loans or grants. You could play, play football. Yeah, well, I mean, that's that's the thing. Most people aren't going to get a scholarship for playing football or volleyball or whatever. And yeah. so, the, you know, they'll, the people will go to the high schools and be like, after you're done with your four years, you get free college and health care. 
and they're like, wait, I get college and healthcare? That sounds like socialism. And then they join the military because they love socialism. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he's out of line, but he's correct. <laughs> <laughs> and so like I don't Yeah, so I don't I don't feel I don't hate those people. Like they're just doing what they think is the best thing to do for them and for their families. Uh but I do hate the military industrial complex and that in the United States, in order to get free healthcare and in order to get uh free college, you have to go to you have to be in the fucking military. Makes zero well, sense. Yeah, nobody would sign up otherwise. That's I true. They know that. Probably. Anyway, uh uh good job on Epic Game Stores for adding a shopping cart. Now, if you can make the experience a little bit better, um I will I will give it to epic game stores that their downloads of their games download at reasonable speeds which is more than i can say about any of the sony consoles that have ever come out anyway uh i would like you to think a cool little a little thing that plays like you watch little blocks filling in while you're downloading i like that it's like the it's like uh defragging like your computer yeah. yeah yeah that was so cool anyway thank you for being here aroa uh see you Thank you for being here, Nem Connor, uh, Cyberpunk Monk. Good God, God he hasn't been over. Nemesis in like ten years. I know, I know. I need to get my I need to get my names correct. Thank you for being here. Uh, I, of course, am your host, Nathan Reince Ruth. We'll be back next week with uh, hopefully fewer stories. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.